Good Sunday morning, horse racing fans. Thank you for tuning in to Today at Santa Anita. I am Eddie the Hat, and our podcasts are brought to you by horseracing-selections.com. If you haven't had an opportunity, please take a moment to check us out sometime today, and, uh, well, maybe even before post time, so you can get our winning selections for only $5 a day. That's right, 5 bucks gets it all. And uh, we also have a weekend special package as well as some uh, deep discounted multiple day rates, free information, uh, upcoming stake schedule, horse to watch list, all sorts of free stuff as well. And it's all on horseracing-selections.com. Okay, let's get to some business. Uh, Don't forget, there is an extra day of racing tomorrow in celebration of Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Uh, first post tomorrow will be 12.30, and we have uh, a nice card today as well. First post, 12.30 today, and uh, no carryovers. I can say that with confidence today. Uh, there are no carryovers out at the great race place. Okay, um, let's get to the, the uh, claims. There was only one uh, yesterday. Uh, in the third race, the winner, Quartznort, was taken by Leonard Powell. Quartznort is now in the Leonard Powell barn uh, off of an impressive win yesterday. And uh, as far as the jockey and trainer standings go, let's get to them right now. Uh, we've got Juan Hernandez leading the way, 15 winners from 59 mounts at 25%. Lavion Pratt with 12 winners from 47 mounts at 26%. And we've got two tied with eight, Antonio Freysu and Umberto Rispoli. Uh, Freysu has 55 mounts at 15%, Rispoli 30 mounts at 27%, and Frankie Deatore, uh, seven winners from 48 mounts at 15%. Okay, things are a little bit more congested in the trainer standings, and boy, do I mean that. Uh, Mark Latt leads the way with seven winners from 21 starters at 33%. And then we've got four with six. Uh, Phil Diamato, Bob Baffert, Steve Knapp, and Richard Mandela. Uh, Diamato has 35 starters for 17%. Baffert, 19 starters, 32%. Knapp, 29 starters, 21%. And Mandela, 12 starters at 50%. And then we've got five with three. And I will just mention them. Uh, three winners each for Doug O'Neill, Peter Erton, John Sadler, Steve Miotti, and Jeff Mullins. So now you are all caught up with the jockey trainer standings as well as the claims from yesterday's card, the Cow Cup, Cow Cup Day uh, out at Santa Anita. Sure hope you were out there. Uh, if you weren't, you missed a good day of racing. It was cool. It was crisp. Uh, the horses certainly had an incredible time. Uh, I know we did, and uh, several other people uh, as well. And how about the Chosen Vron in the Cow Cup Sprint? Uh, wow. Kings River Knight uh, in the, um, uh, also in the, uh, in the nightcap in the ninth race. Two very impressive wins by talented Cowbreds, and there were so many other good races yesterday. Um, anyway, uh, if you haven't had an opportunity... Well, sometime today, probably this afternoon, our horse to watch list will be updated. But go back and watch the replays if you missed out yesterday because there was some good racing uh, out at Santa Anita. Okay, first post today, 12.30 again, and let's hop to it and uh, go to the first race here. 
uh, six furlongs on the turf. This is a maiden special weight race. Uh, cowbred or cow-sired maidens. Phillies, three years old. And uh, we gave this a B-plus rating. The rails are at 10 feet. We've got Princess Prancelot making uh, her debut today, uh, as is Zoom Zoom Zoya and Sham Rockin'. Um, also, Jane uh, Kenda or Kende uh, will be making uh, her debut. So this is an interesting way to start off the day, uh, a maiden special weight. There's several first-time starters in here and uh, a lot of horses that um, have shown some ability. So the first race is a good one. The second race, uh, this is a six furlong maiden claiming event for cowbred or cow sired maidens, four and five years old in for a tag of 50. Uh, this is a B minus rating to us. Seaboard, who was scratched uh, yesterday, is uh, in this race today. And uh, so uh, this gelded son of Stormy Atlantic will get an opportunity to compete uh, and uh, so the second race is um, is set to go uh, at uh, about one o'clock, and it's it's okay. It's okay. It could be a little bit more uh, on uh, you know on uh, quantity, um, but um, but it was um, uh, it, 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 it's a good good race nonetheless. Um, also, a first time gelding in here. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. We're getting some texts from the track right now with some spies that we have out there, our workout guys. Uh, finally, an Eddie is a first-time gelding uh, in the second. So, um, yeah, second race, like I said, it's a B-. minus. Got a four-to-five favorite in here, John Dunbar. Uh, if you can beat him, he's got improving numbers for Steve Miotti, and his form looks to be improving. Uh, if you can beat him, good luck. Uh, I would say this is a either a single race or an all race because after the heavy four to five morning line favorite in here, um, I think just about anybody could uh, could jump up and win the uh, the second race. Uh, the third race, your free handicapping seminar comes here. Uh, this is six and a half on the turf, a maiden special weight event. Uh, for fillies and mares four and five years old again the rails are at 10 feet break them out from the rail out we have dancing mo 15 to 1 with giovanni franco collectively seven to two with flavian pratt uh, motiki five to two with juan hernandez do whatever it takes 15 to 1 tiago Pereira. Applefest seven to two drayden van dyke strikingly five to one tyler bays and make it snow two to one with antonio fresu Dancing Mo, we drew a line through this Ruben Gomez trainee, uh, making uh, her eighth career start as a maiden. Uh, got a couple of recent uh, works that have been good in the morning, and uh, low-profile connections from Ruben, Go Ruben Gomez. Uh, Giovanni Franco is certainly a plus. He got to know this filly last time, but um, and uh, had a little bit of a rough trip, but uh, she's going to need to improve a whole heck of a lot before she can be uh, effective at this level. Collectively is the horse that we used on top. This is an invader coming in from Woodbind. Uh, Ryan Hansen, very good with this type, and he employs Flavian Pratt right away to ride. And uh, from what we understand, uh, this daughter of Collected has been working very, very nicely in the morning. Uh, we like that December 24th drill in a 114. Kind of put some you know air uh, into her lungs. 
Uh, Time-wise, it's, uh, you know, 1.14. I mean, if that was a race in the afternoon, you'd laugh. But uh, I'm sure that Ryan Hansen got what he wanted to get uh, out of this filly. And uh, that's a, ra uh, a work that stands out to us. A, a nice stamina, blue-collar type uh, drill. So we used collectively on top here off of her woodbine form. Mutiki, uh, we're going to see a comeback race here. Now, I know Baffert hits a 24% with these, and uh, Juan Hernandez is up. Uh, but uh, she's going to be making her first start on the, uh, on the turf, as is collectively. And um, both these fillies are bred uh, to like the turf. But uh, we just want to see a race, a comeback race from Mutiki. Um, weren't real impressed with her debut um, a while back. This was in August of 2022 at Del Mar, uh, where she popped the gate and she just tired badly thereafter. Now, she ran against some salty fillies, home cooking, Monique, Electric Glide, uh, to name a few. Uh, but um, she's going to be bet. Uh, probably overbet, in all honesty, and uh, we're going to take a stand uh, on her uh, and just see what uh, what she offers this afternoon. Do whatever it takes is another toss horse for us. Obviously, Jeff Mullins, uh, very good horseman. Tiago Pereira is riding, but uh, this invader, uh, we're gonna we're gonna watch a race uh, by her uh, this afternoon. Applefest is Baffert's other filly in here. She's the one we like the best. Um, and uh, she too's coming off of a freshening, uh, making her turf, de uh, turf debut. She's got a little bit of turfy breeding to her. And uh, Drayden Van Dyke, good to see him riding again for Baffert. Uh, Drayden took some time off, uh, personal time off recently. And uh, he's back riding. He's got a clear head. This kid's always been talented. Um, but um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's tough, man. Seven days a week, uh, 365 days a year uh, that these guys are, you know, working and grinding. So, uh, but Drayden's back with a clear head, and we look for some run from Applefest. We used her as our second horse. Strikingly, uh, making uh, her 14th start without a win. Tyler Bay's taking the call here. This is a comebacker for Marcelo Polanco, and um, we, uh, we tossed her. Make It Snow finally is our third horse here uh, for George Papapodromo. Yeah, she's making her eighth start as a maiden, but Antonio Frasu is riding back, and she's drawn nicely outside. She figures to be a factor uh, throughout. So how do we see the third race? We use collectively on top. Applefest is our second horse, and Make It Snow rounds out our top three in the third race, and that's your free handicapping seminar brought to you by horseracing-selections.com. The fourth race is six and a half furlongs as a starter optional claiming event uh, for fillies three years old in for a tag of 50. We gave this a B rating, and um, it's a uh, decent, uh, decent race. A lot of these uh, fillies uh, are uh, coming off of maiden wins, which makes it uh, a little bit uh, tough. Uh, she's my niece, destroyed softer. Uh, first off to claim today from Manuel Ortiz and uh, Screaming Virginia, uh, Louis Mendez and uh, Juan Lopez, Don't Walk, Don't Run, has uh, got some uh, decent form versus winners. Uh, Dial a Friend is coming off of a runaway maiden win last time. And uh, Warren's Wild Ride is coming off of an impressive win versus Softer. So 
good luck in the fourth. Uh, if you're playing the pick five and you're going to uh, engage in the pick six, we do have a pick six single uh, on our ticket in the fourth race here. So if you'd like that, visit us at horseracing-selections.com. The fifth race is six furlongs on the turf. This is a maiden special weight event for cowbred or uh, cow-sired maidens, fillies, which are three years old. Uh, we gave this a B rating. And again, folks, the turf races are at 10 feet the rails uh, today. And uh, our best bet of the day comes here in the fifth. First time starters, the, Shu, uh, the Shushala and Wishes to Riches are both making their debuts today in the fifth. The sixth race is a five-and-a-half furlong sprint maiden claiming event for cowbred or cow-sired maidens three years old in for a tag of 50. And uh, you'll notice that uh, a lot of um, newly turned three-year-olds are adding Lasix. So uh, heads up on that. Uh, we, we're not really mentioning that a whole heck of a lot. Maybe we should be, but uh, horses can't run uh, in California on Lasix as a two-year-old. So on January 1st, all the two-year-olds turned three, and now you're seeing a lot of them, uh, which are first-time Lasix, and that's that's what that's all about. Big rainbow here in the sixth is your six-to-five morning line favorite. Turn the page to the seventh, and folks, I'm going to tell you, uh, right now, this is an about six-and-a-half furlong dash race. This is the feature, the Los Cienegas grade three $100,000 event. If you've got an extra five bucks, you need to buy our card to get our play here in the seventh. It is a whacker, and uh, you're going to want to get in on that. Uh, even if you've already done the handicapping, if you're putting together your tickets, you're going to want to uh, take advantage because if we are right uh, about this horse here in the seventh, it will pay for the year uh, for just a... <laughs> Um, you know, we get, uh, you know, as handicappers, we, we get horses all the time that we like and they either run up the track or they win more, more times they win. Uh, but, uh, we certainly don't hit it a hundred percent, but when we get a horse like we've got here in the seventh today, there's a lot of excitement around here because, um, it's just, a, a you know, just adds a lot of, a lot of excitement and a lot of optimism. Uh, waiting, uh, especially when they run late in the day like this, because uh, it just builds and builds and builds. So um, we're hoping that we're right in the seventh race, because if we are, well, it's going to be a late night. Uh, and heads up, also in the seventh race, there is an also eligible that is still drawn in. That is, uh, there's going to be scratches this morning. Uh, in the seventh, so heads up on that if you're still working on your on your picks. Uh, the eighth race is a mile maiden claiming event uh, for uh, three-year-olds in for a tag of 32, and uh, first time gelding here is the four-horse Bear Coast. Take the blinkers off the five-horse Veritas or Veritas Akitas, and uh, your free podcast play of the day comes here in the form of Midnight Love for Hector Palma. I uh, got a chance to talk to Hector a little bit yesterday, and uh, with his coming off of that nice third place uh, finish with uh, Geezer in the sprint, uh, Hector does not age a day, folks. 
Hector was around when I got introduced into the game, and I'm not going to date myself, but it was a long time ago. And I'm talking about the days where uh, Professor Gordon Jones were perusing the uh, the backstretch, uh, Jerry Ananucci, and all the old-time uh, oldies but goodies. And uh, I don't think Hector is aged a day. Uh, still looks good, still fit as a fiddle. And uh, so we wish him luck here in, uh, in the eighth race with Midnight Love, who we think is a good bet here. Uh, two to one on the morning line. Antonio Fresu is up. And um, uh, repeat of last race definitely gets the candy here. So eighth race, Midnight Love is your free podcast play of the day. And finally, we wrap up things here in the ninth race, a mile and an eighth on the turf. It's a claiming event. For four-year-olds and upward, which have never won two races, in for tag of 25. You know the drill. Rails are at 10 feet, and uh, we gave this a C-plus race. And uh, again, um, we do like a horse in here quite a bit uh, here in the ninth. So definitely, I think we're going to be eyeballing a late pick three um, with, uh, with horses here using the podcast play as well as our horse in the seventh that is definitely a long shot uh, horse. And a horse here that's kind of a medium price horse in the ninth. And again, if you need some help, visit us at horseracing-selections.com. Either way, folks, have a great Sunday. Don't forget, we'll be back with you tomorrow morning, a special holiday day of racing out at Santa Anita. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Talk to you soon.